Welcome to episode three of the Politics and Chicken Strips podcast. We're your host, Maxwell Serpa. And Joe Lancey. And today we'll be joined with Sydney. Hi, my name is Sydney Devros. I'm a senior uh, in Northern California. I'm very interested in politics, looking to be either a political analyst or political journalist. Um, and I identify as a libertarian socialist. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so today we're going to be going over two pretty controversial topics when looking at right and left. Um, uh, first, we're going to start off with uh, LGBTQ rights. So, so what are your, what are our stances? Uh, you can go first, Joe. Uh, the, the main thing is I do believe they should have rights. I, I don't support, I mean, LGBTQ in general, like male and male. Uh, to put it out there, I am a Christian. That is why. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my so, end, <laughs> sorry, do you want to keep going? Go ahead. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, On my end, uh, I identify as a bisexual woman. Um, I have a sibling who is also a bisexual man. Um, I've lived in California my whole life, so obviously I've been raised in sort of a culture of tolerance. Um, But yeah, my attitudes toward uh, debating this kind of topic is that um, it's more efficient to debate on uh, factual uh, arguments rather than emotional arguments. So that's kind of like where I go with that. Um, Would you like to go or? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can go. Um, Okay. I personally support um, LGBTQ movement. Uh, I also am a Christian, but I tend to have a lot of different views than most conservative Christians would. Um, I personally uh, don't what people do in general like it's not my place to tell anyone how to live their lives uh so that goes for just about anything um and if someone has a gender identification or sexual orientation i'm not going to try and belittle them for having it or look at them differently in any type of way. That's, that's my personal stance on it. All right. Do you have any like questions to start us off or are we just going to go? Oh, um, I, if we, if we just want to like flow organically, a question I have is you said um, how, however, like you don't really care, but you're Christian. So overall you're more against it. I was wondering what, within the Christian faith um, enforces these views towards the, towards the LGBT community, because in the Bible, um, the only reason homosexuality is mentioned as a, a failure of a translation. Is this question for me or Max? Uh, more for you, but you guys are both Christian. So I'll hear from either. So basically, what was that? I said, good question. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, so basically, so your, what is your question again? It's what is like basically in a more simple term, what is it? Yeah. Um, since the, you said that you don't support the LGBT because of your Christian faith, what within the Bible, you know, sort of enforces that 
the LGBT isn't Christian or isn't it, godlike. The Bible says that it is an abomination, and I think even if I wasn't a Christian, I still I don't I still think I wouldn't support you know LGBTQ and stuff. I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna start yelling at them and forcing trying to force them. They can right. make their own choices, and I. So I'm not gonna get start trying to force everything onto you, but it mm-hmm. it's the Bible does say it is a an abomination to be if to be homosexual unless you change your ways. Right. Um I'm not a Christian. I mean my family isn't even Christian either, but in the in the minor reading I have done, the only uh passage within the Bible that mentions homosexuality is uh i believe it's leviticus 18:22 pardon me if i said that, that incorrectly is, yeah, um right and so there's many interpretations of that and i understand that some people's interpretations would be to you know use that against the lgbt community however <laughs> my issue with it is that we still pick and choose what we interpret and hold to our hearts when it comes from well, the Bible. You know, if we were to listen completely well, to scripture, then we would also not be eating shellfish or never cutting our hair. Well, there is a verse that is very straightforward with it, of it being wrong. It, it's first Corinthians chapter nine or chapter six, verse nine. It just flat out lists everything. If you live in this, you cannot inherit God's kingdom and homosexuality is listed in there. Yeah, that, so that's one of the more straightforward ones. It's hard to misinterpret that. Right. But that's what I was talking about with the, um, the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm missing the word. The, um, it was a translation error. Um, I can't remember exactly where it was. It was in the forties, I believe when they rewrote, uh, or they translated the Bible and changed a term to homosexual because it fit in with the cultural the culture of the time. Um, I would have to find you a source on that, but I do remember reading that. I could be wrong on that. However, I'm gonna step I in really, quick. really do think. I'm going to step in really quick. Yeah? You are on point with that. Uh, okay. That, that happens not only with that one verse, but that happens very, very often. Throughout the has, Bible. Yeah. It has been happening since the Bible was written in however many bc uh, right not BC. well that's because it 80, came from an ancient I'm, language yeah right so there's a lot of things that get translated differently based on like you said the cultural relevance um mm-hmm. and to go off what joe said about there being like strict verses that say this and this um the only thing about that that I personally disagree with is there are also many other verses that say, let's just say John 3.16, uh, for God so loved the world so that whoever believed in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Um, and well, let me finish here. It's kind of taken out of context. I mean, if you could read up to John is it 320 or whatever it's it it yeah he did send him to to die but he it doesn't just because you believe in jesus doesn't automatically mean that you go to heaven you have to actually have a relationship and actually try to i guess put in the work to change instead of just you know trying to take his well, i guess forgiveness listen, for it says, so that 
whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So if one associates themselves with the LGBTQ community or has a different sexual orientation than any, than what could be quote unquote normal, then, and they still uh, believe in God, that, that fits the, that fits the, I'm missing the word here. Um, that fits the scripture. Like it's whoever believes in him. I don't see how there's no verse that says, oh, unless this. Right. No, no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, yes, he sent it's, it does say he sent many times. It says he sent his son to die for our sins or wrongdoings. And there are people who still live in sin and sin is, sinning and not feeling guilt about it or regret is so I I think that basically what I'm trying to say here is that yes, he sent him to die, but I I still think you need to at least try to change your ways, which when, cause I'm not saying like, Oh, you've been, you've, you were, you know, you were attracted to the same sex before, therefore you're going to hell. I'm saying, I'm saying if you can change, I'm not trying to turn this into a religious <laughs> right. a religious battle or whatever, but all right, I get what you're saying. That's though, just this is all the way I, I kind of come time. about it is religion is a guide for people's moral compasses. At the end of the day, um, I'm personally spiritual. I don't really identify under any religion, but if your religion says something about excluding a certain group of people, to me, I <laughs> I just feel like that's not um, that maybe that's not the best. Um, interpretation of the scripture of your religion I obviously because I'm an egalitarian but um, to me you could be religious and you can you could to yourself maybe I'm trying to find the right wording here Um, you cannot understand people but still offer them respect you know I say that a lot in reference to trans people the first step of the the first step of becoming you know, aware and an ally to the trans community is, is respect. It's a, it's something that's difficult for cisgender people to understand. And that's kind of the same way I come to um, religious people and LGBTQ rights is while you might not understand it, respect is, you know, the highest. Right. And I'm a, well, I'm sure a lot of, a lot, I think a lot of religious yeah. people do respect them. It's just, there's a lot of loud minorities that don't right and they're very well no and i obviously i definitely want to Uh, piggyback off of what sydney's saying uh in terms of how a lot of times the religious groups can like deny or even like seclude lgbtq communities from their religion and that's a big problem with me personally because uh if you are if you do read the bible uh, just about in all translations, it is made very clear that basically the only rule that was left behind for us to follow is to love all people. And, 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 right. I'm not saying we don't right, love but transgenders. We should still show them the love <laughs> Look, it's, of God. It's all confusing. And, if if... What, and we miss that a lot of times because the love of God yeah, isn't it's... saying, oh, we love you, and then secluding is... them from culture and then going in in essence, disrespecting them. No, I don't, and I'm not saying you look, do that. I'm saying that 
in I don't, general, a lot yeah, of Christians do. There are there are people. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I feel like I, there are a lot of loud minorities, though. They're they're a lot louder than and the, you could no, say I that for just about any group for any the, topic. Right. Right. The the disrespectful people will get more attention so I, than the respectful. So then I'm it's just how the world you is. Said, um, well you respect the LGBT community, you disagree with it. Um, so so yeah, what basically. does that mean? So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respect them. I'm going to treat them like I treat any other person. I still believe they should have all the rights that I have and that you have and that Max has and that everyone has, and at least in the United States, not everyone, right. you, know, you know what I'm saying. I just, I believe they should have all the rights, but I, I don't agree with the actions and the, I guess, just anything they do, pretty much almost anything when it comes to that, their, if they're trans, and if they're gay. Just to clarify, like this that, is because of with. your religious morals. All right, so here's, okay. here's yes. something I just want to put in perspective really quick. And they're like, say you're wrong or anything i'm just trying to put something in perspective (laughs) uh so you clearly don't know what it's like to be lgbtq i'm just throwing that out there correct yeah i never will right no i i I don't i never will a straight male and there's nothing wrong with that but that's just how it is but yeah for some people it's not the same way that is for you and me, Joe. Like you said, you're a bisexual woman, correct? Correct. So the way she sees things is different from you and me. Now, if we're looking at this from a religious standpoint, why would God create a human being, quote unquote, different and expect them to stray from who they are? So, look, I don't have all the answers about God. Yeah, of just course. pointing out, just going to throw it out there. Not everyone, That's no one, true. no yeah. one has all the answers to God, but he, it's, there is free will down here and he does know what, there's free will and people always say, well, he knows what's going to happen. It's free will. He, he knows the choices that are going to be choice? made already. Yeah. Why that's he what put I was going to ask. Do you think that being a, you're, you mean the choice, the choice of their sexual orientation? I personally don't think it's a choice because I know that my sexual orientation <laughs> isn't a choice. Like I couldn't, Correct. I, couldn't I could vouch the same. Like let's just say in alternate reality, uh, male male female female is the way. That's just the normal how God created. Just in an alternate universe, let's just say that's how it is. I know that if I were. I don't know if I can answer right. this. Right, it's a hypothetical. That's, that's like a hypothetical. But if right, but me, engaging in hypotheticals is an important part of debate. I agree with that. But if I am the way that I am in that reality, I, I agree. Know I but I think hypothetically with God, like, I think is that won't be a choice for me. Like I wouldn't just be able to say, "Oh, this is wrong." Okay, I'm magically going to be attracted to a male now. Like that makes no sense to me. Right, and like for example, I I okay. lived through that, well, you know, in elementary school when everyone was starting to have crushes on men. I was like, or on boys. I was like, oh well, I like boys and girls, and I just thought that was normal. I was never really raised um, 
like with the terms like gay or bisexual it's just like some people like girls some people like boys you know and so when I came to the age where people start having crushes on people I had crushes on both and like that's just how it was I never made a, a decision I didn't know what that was I just that's just how I was you know so before I respond I don't I, I agree that hypotheticals are good, but I think putting hypotheticals involving God is a really tough thing to respond to because that's not how it is. I mean, obviously in other debates, yeah, I, I think hypotheticals are a good thing, but in with I think involving God, I think it's it's a tough one for me because it just All right, that's not how things just, are. With I know God. this might you be hard always... for you to hear, and I don't mean this in any like anti-religious way, but remove God from the scenario. Let's just say it's it's just how it is. You don't have to you yeah. don't have to bring God into the picture for this hypothetical. Just remove God from the hypothetical. How it is. Boys on boys is right. the normal, girls on girls is the normal. And you are not normal. You're attracted to a woman. Do you really think you'd be able to just change and switch what your sexual orientation is? Well, Look, I, I don't know how to respond to that because I am a Christian and I don't removing God from the picture. I've lived with God in the picture mm. all my life. So I, I don't know. I would have to sit I mean, down. And I'm really a think bisexual about woman, but I could engage in a hypothetical where I'm a straight woman. I mean, obviously, you can't do it with the same, you know, understanding that you do as a Christian. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm not, I've been straight all my life, so I can't just automatically put myself I mean, in a situation yeah. where, like, just in a hypothetical, it's hard for me to really put myself where I like men, because so, right. I've well, been straight just, all my life. The so argument I, that I think Max is trying to get to is, do you think that it's a choice, whether, you do you think your sexuality is a choice? On that, I, I really, I don't know, because I've, I've, I've just, I've never really thought about that. I kind of have, but I mean, I've, like I said, I mean, I've just been straight. I mean, probably not, but like I said, if you are like a LGBTQ and you want to, if you become a Christian, you want to change, you can. But if, if they're not, I don't, it may not be a choice. I haven't really sat yeah. there and thought about it. Um, I mean, and it, this is just my word against yours, but in my experience, at least my sexuality was not a choice. And per, and as much as I'm proud of myself for being a part of the LGBT community, it is difficult. And I, if not that I would go back and be straight if I could, but like theoretically, it would be a lot easier if I were straight. So is this? So like, what's is that? Was that like in a? Well, I, I mean, mean, are we moving on, or I don't really know how to of... respond. I mean, I don't know if that was like a. Is that a counter argument a or is that just a statement? We can move on if you guys would like to. I feel like we've kind of reached a, a point here. Yeah, for sure. That was more of a yeah, I mean, battle than anything. Sometimes else. stuff devolves into other things. Um, and I feel like the next topic is also sort of going to become oh, a it, religious it, it, battle. It, it but... That's a fact. Um... Right. Yeah. It, it will. So I think it's clear after my recent points that I'm pro choice. Hi. <laughs> Yeah. So, Max, do you, I mean, should we just give our stances oh, yeah, on this? Sure. Or should Let's we get just into it. get right into it? So, I am, before we start, I am against abortion completely, except 
maybe incest because like that poor baby. But other than that, I'm kind of on the fence about rape. I haven't really, I'm still thinking about that one. But other than that, I'm completely so against abortion completely other than incest and, and maybe rape. Yeah. So completely pro-life except right, and incest and maybe rape. I am pro-choice. And if, and if the woman's health yeah. is in danger. I personally and, am pro-choice. Yes. Yeah, uh, other than that. Which I'm is also a huge shocker since I am a Christian. A lot of people wouldn't expect it, but it is what it is. So not playing identity politics. <laughs> um, oh goodness. Okay. Where do I start here? I would like also like to preface that I feel like the pro-choice side in this argument gets a lot of bad rep is a side that's pro-abortion. I would like to bring up that abortion can be an incredibly difficult decision for a woman to make. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not going to go around and be like, everyone should get an abortion. Abortions are great. Like, that's a decision that should be an option. But obviously, it's not one that people are eager to make in most situations, I, in my opinion. Um I'm curious as to why um, you believe in abortion in cases of incest, but not in rape. So in incest, well, rape, I, I, like I said, I don't even know about rape yet. I'm still, I've been thinking about that one for a while, but um, when it comes to incest, I just, I don't think that baby is going to last all that long. I mean, it's kind of babies with two, when you're, when the when it's too close like related to someone the baby is right right is a it's so there is no point that baby's not it will just be a funky looking probably if it does yeah probably have a lot of problems (laughs) yeah it's not it it won't last it's not gonna the baby's not gonna last very long right i mean like um so that's why yeah my, my issue with the rape and incest argument is that it insinuates that women need to be violated before they have bodily autonomy rights. Um, <laughs> that's kind of just my big bone to pick with it. Is it that, I mean, that's it. That's what it insinuates. Um, in my opinion, uh, well, first of all, obviously in America, Roe v. Wade is currently still uh, within the realm. I'm curious as to what you're like, your legal, I don't know, your, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, conceptualize the argument. Are you asking me if I right, think it yeah. still be legal? I understand that some people are, like, personally against abortion, which is completely fine. That's part of your choice. But I was wondering if you're against it, like, if you would fight to repeal Roe v. Wade. I don't think it probably, it probably won't ever get repealed. I, I would like it to get repealed because there's been, well, like, since it got, Roe v. Wade was, I guess, put into place. It was, I think, over 60 million abortions have been, uh, Mm -hmm. have taken place. So I would like to see so many, so much potential has been lost in those 60 million plus people. You could call it like eventually they'd grow up and they could have done amazing things. So I, I would like to see Roe v. Wade repealed i probably mm-hmm. probably won't ever happen but if it is possible i would definitely like yeah. it to happen i don't think it's i don't think it's a people always say it's a right i don't think it's a right because they say it's my body my choice i wouldn't say it's really your body because that's a that is going that's to start. develop okay. into Here, another person here's my no, here, here's it, my issue with that argument if if the child if your fetus from let's say conception to what 
37, 42 weeks. That's how long pregnancies are. If, if the fetus the entire time the mother is pregnant is a separate entity, then you couldn't deport a pregnant mother because you would deport an American citizen within her. You couldn't imprison a pregnant mother or arrest her because there would be a fetus within her who hadn't committed a crime. You could charge women for miscarriages because that would be negligent murder. Um, and then you could even... I don't think miscarriage is a murder. Right, I don't but think in that's perspective of right, the right. point she's trying to make, then you could. If you give legal rights to a fetus, that has a lot of implications that I feel a lot of pro-lifers don't agree with. Like I just said, you couldn't deport the pregnant mother. You couldn't imprison the pregnant mother. She would. She could insure her fetus and collect. She could get COVID stimulus because of having another party. So you're saying that what do you so what do you exactly so pretty much what you're saying is since it's another human in there it like what are you, you trying were to talking say about here? like it just you it can't it, it can't face the, the same well legal, you were you were saying you I know get, like some that of the, the legal stuff the fetuses could grow up to be amazing people which conversely they could also grow up to be terrible people um right i'm saying right they, right they had a, its life i mean they and However I know, choose. and so going off of that, assuming that you believe life begins at conception, that the fetus has rights, um, those are uh, those are uh, extensions of those rights that pose legal implications that don't make a lot of sense. Well, I, I still think it's a human, but I mean, like, it's it's still unable to comprehend anything. I still think it's like babies, they can, they're human, but I mean, they have a harder time comprehending so just about anything. How... So how... They still, I mean, it, they don't, it's, it's a weird subject. I mean, they, I still think it's a, a baby and, and or like a living thing in there, a living thing when it, at conception. But when it comes to the, the rights, I, I don't even know where to stand on that. I mean, that's just, cause it's still like not outside the womb, so, but it's still living. Right. So my, you so believe in that my then opinion. the woman would have autonomy over the fetus, which would enable abortion. I, I just, I don't favor, I don't like abortion at all. So I don't think if we're, if we're asking, like, what are you exactly asking? Cause I'm still, I'm confused. Well, well, you said to, the, the, to your stance, less of a question. Yeah. You were, yeah, it was just kind of a, yeah, it was a response. Um, if you, you were saying that the fetus is, you know, a human or it's a baby, it becomes a baby. But then I brought up the legal implications that would come with that. And then you said that, <laughs> that the woman, that it's not, you tried to backpedal on whether or not it was a life, which in. No, I didn't backpedal if it was alive. I still okay, believe well it's then, alive. Would you side with all those legal implications that I brought up? Well, like she said, well, like, give me an example. Of, the, like, the, that like, you couldn't you be able like... to deport a, a pregnant mother or you couldn't imprison a pregnant mother because if you give a fetus life then that comes with a lot of legal implications like that if you if you deem a fetus a life then it becomes a person and it's entitled to its right to life it's entitled to all of the same liberties that we as living people are entitled to which well i now on like deporting people or something or like you know, like stuff like that. I, it's kind of, it, the mom, it does, I guess the baby does the actions that the mom makes or takes is going to 
carry on to the baby when it is outside the womb. I mean, she gets deported. That not not all babies are born in great conditions of like all this happy right so then why shouldn't a woman in poor conditions who's not ready to raise a child be forced to raise a child in shitty conditions well i think the most basic way to prevent something like that is happening is if you're gonna you're gonna have sex with a condom i mean i think that's the 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 easiest way to prevent any of this from happening if you don't want a baby then use a condom or something to prevent I, a pregnancy from I agree happening with you. is I the most basic do. way. However, then I offer you this. If every man were to get a vasectomy when they started to become sexually active, abortions would not happen. But men won't get vasectomies because they have bodily autonomy and it's their decision whether or not they would like to have that procedure yeah, done. And I, that would prevent all abortions, yeah, though. I, I'm more on your side here, Sydney, with that point. But that is... Mm-hmm. It is a surgery... So, I'm, I'm not one. Yeah, right. It's I'm a not 100 percent on board with non-invasive it. But if there were reversible. a yeah birth control, like in the same way that there is for women, for men, that wasn't a condom, yeah. then I would be all for it. I would say, yeah, let's get that mainstream, get it to as many people Me too. as possible. Yeah, and I I understand I understand the point, but it's still important to bring up, you know. Um, I completely agree. America absolutely needs better sex education and women and men alike need easier access to birth control because a lot of the reason unwanted pregnancies happen in our age group is because birth control forms are expensive and sometimes they're unavailable. Um, So obviously I'm not trying to make a bunch of girls my age have abortions because they have no access to birth control. Um, But the right isn't like traditionally fond of those ideas not trying to like push those ideas on you because i know neither of you are necessarily like traditional um in like the sense of following a party line but um but yeah i think we all agree that access to better sex education and birth control is important however then i bring up that the bible that christians in general are usually anti-birth control i have i have that i have never heard that one before yeah so there's different denominations th- under the realm of Christianity. Um, you see that a lot more with Catholic and more. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Orthodox Christian um, denominations. And for a lot of churches, that is true. But there are a lot of churches that really don't care. Um, and a lot of Christians who don't care in terms of yeah. birth, birth control. Um, but yeah, that mm-hmm. is a good point for uh, those different groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm curious because for I'm, I'm pro Second Amendment. This ties in. Um, and one of the big arguments against repealing the Second Amendment is if you ban guns, people are still going to get guns. And that goes it's the same thing with abortions. If you ban abortion, people will still be getting them. Right. And I, there's they're still going to I like. A, yeah, they're still going to happen. Abortions are still going to happen. People are going to find a way to do it. It's so why would I mean, you rather have safe access to it? The I would. But I'm saying I would say that the difference between the abortion and the Second Amendment is. If you if a good person, the Second Amendment is meant for a good person owning a gun to stop a bad person with a gun or weapon from doing more harm or any harm. The abortion always leads to 
the termination of right. that. But, correct. Fetus. I would agree. The same but result. I also, oh, and sorry, Max, I get ahead. that, but a huge thing is that, like Sydney has said early, Sydney has said earlier, is that that person could be a bad person. That's not always going to be the case, but it's a possibility. And also, there's so much that goes yeah, into denying, a man. child's life, whether it's pregnancy, birth, and raising the child. All of those are huge things. They have detrimental effects on not only the mother, maybe the family that's supporting the mother. It's a huge burden. And so for... Yeah, for childbirth alone in America right now is upwards of $10,000 just to deliver a child in a hospital. So, like I said earlier, there's if you just either prevent the pregnancy somehow or just don't have sex at all if you don't have access to... Like, I know and some people, yeah, that is a I guess, can't help it or whatever. But if you just... If you can, right. if it's gonna, if you know, if you know that it's gonna be a burden, like if you know it's gonna be difficult uh, to raise a child, then just be smart right, but, and prevent you know, it. I'd like to, point to prevent out the pregnancy. Just be and smart I, and I use agree, your, your brain, right? Because I'd like to point out that I'll... to prevent to not have sex if you don't to prevent that to really, really think about it. Right, if, think about this it. Is think about it this way. Of getting pregnant. Right. America teaches abstinence for sex education, and it clearly hasn't been working because people our age and people older than us continue to have abortions at similar or higher rates. So obviously, abstinence only teachings aren't effective in stopping abortion. I don't. I don't disagree that we should. Right, but I'm just saying that, like, better. teaching kids there. that you just shouldn't have sex if you don't want to have a baby clearly isn't working. Yeah, that's, that's really hard to right do now. because the sex drive of people from the age of 14 to like up is high like it's there so to tell someone who right. is because back in like the old days let's just say early creation people were having babies at 15 16 and were having sex at our age so to tell a whole generation of people our age, hey, don't have sex at all. Like, it's not good. You could... Right, and I think uh, socially that causes right, a lot of... Well, if you I tell them not to have sex, it's that... going against, like, basically the way they were... When it's a normal like, thing, right. That's hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around. It's just not... What do you mean by the well, what do you mean by the way they're inclined were to become sexually exactly. active in this age group? So it doesn't make sense that, that we're just teaching kids to be abstinent because well, it's not working. This this brings back this brings back to to Christianity because I don't think you should have okay. sex outside of marriage I, anyway. Right. That's and how, that's how you can how be, I but am. you so can't expect that everyone does, to live by those expectations. And that's a lot of and Joe, I just no, I don't I don't expect not everyone's gonna live by I, that. Okay. There's a ton of people I, I who don't like live to point by out, Max, let me like yes, that's what the no, Bible fine. says. You're yeah. on point with that. But when the Bible was written, people were literally getting married at 14 years old. So there's a that's a huge gap between when people well, are married now. That's a solid that's four. Everything that's a solid four years is... of well, like denying what your body craves 
that's really tough stuff, man. So first of all, people getting married at younger ages, people didn't, first of all, I, I don't know if you, it's just people didn't live as long. As uh, we they do were now. living longer. I mean, they actually. would get married at younger ages. That's just how I see it. They didn't, cause they don't, they didn't have, well, I'm th- oh, you're talking way yeah, like when, when that rule was, was created. Yeah. When that was mainstream Christianity or mainstream following God's law. Cause I think a lot of things in the- how it was. Yeah, and obviously, no, no. It's just it's just how it was. I mean, if they got married at fourteen, I, I wouldn't probably. I mean, depends on how it was. I guess ever heard the term was back then? I probably old enough to bleed, old enough to breed. If they're gonna, if they're, well, that was the term because as soon as you're old enough to bleed, as soon as a female starts bleeding menstrually, she is old enough to breed. It's because back in the time, back in that time, as soon as they started bleeding, they would start breeding. That's just how it was. Right. Which obviously there's like culturally, it's not, right. you know, yeah. like that anymore. I yeah. mean, like in the sense that we get married at 14, but it's undeniable that biologically that's when women and men, you know, in similar time frames become sexually i'm not sexually active necessarily because that is culturally enforced as well but that's when they become biologically driven yeah exactly which i understand denying yourself if it's a personal thing denying um those drives and those like forces that's okay if someone wants to wait till marriage you know good for you that's exactly but it's you know there's a separation of church and state in america religious values have no place in government Okay. That, so I mean, that brings up a uh, what's solid our next point. Um, what are we um, that we could possibly talk about is uh, separation of church and government, um, and that's where mm-hmm. a lot of conservative Christians uh, get a lot of their standpoints is their religious beliefs on. Abortion and yeah. LGBTQ, for that matter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is completely fine. It, obviously, your personal opinion based on your own personal beliefs is completely fine. Some of my like beliefs are, you know, due to my spirituality or due to the way that I was raised. Obviously, our own personal influences affect our politics. But like, I always think about the <laughs> the um, example. If um, let's say a Muslim became president everybody would be hyper vigilant to make sure that their religion was not interfering at all with their policy. Right. Yeah. But it wouldn't be the same way. And although, men. but it wouldn't be, people huh? wouldn't be super alarmed if it were to a Christian man. Exactly. Because culturally in America, we've normalized traditional Christian values in our culture which is strange because we don't have we're not you know we're not a theocracy well we are a majority like religion wise we are a majority christian in the united states that's probably why people don't bring up such a bigger deal about a christian getting into office instead of a muslim the statement about religious values and government still stands because either way 
no matter whose value it is, that's not how that's not how our government right. was put yeah. together. Well, I mean, they're still gonna they're still gonna do it. They're gonna take their religious values and they're gonna put it in their policy, no matter what religion it is. It's just how people. That's just how pe- they are. I mean, it's how everyone is. You put your personal beliefs in something and put it into your policy. It's just how it works. Which is influenced by religion. Too, well, no, I, I, I know what you. Issues. I know what you mean with like our personal experiences affect our politics. But I'm talking about like we would never, it would never fly in America to ban abortion on the basis that that's a Christian value, you know? Right, yeah. So I understand why it's a personal, I understand it being something that you can personally be against. People, it's it's a choice, and you know, I believe in choice, so if your choice is that you don't want an abortion, good for you. I'm, can, like, good job, that's your choice. Um, my issue is when that becomes the talking point for legalization, or for, for, uh, yeah, I agree with Wade. you there because I personally do not believe that religion should be should influence our government at all, which is how it is, or at least is how it's supposed to be. So I think, uh, I think it's but it's not. It's, it's not. hard for me to hear when uh, Christians say they want to repeal it because it it basically is like their religious standpoint. It goes against their religious standpoint. But, like, not everyone has the same religious standpoint as you. So, it, I see no right. point in trying to ban something based off of a religious stance that not all people have. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Look, I don't, I don't think Roe v. Wade will ever be repealed anyway it it probably will never if it does i mean fine but um i still think that i i think it should be i i abortion should not be an option unless like i said when we started this just incest and maybe rape that's just where i'm gonna leave it off so that's basically where I stand, and I'll never. I think change I, that, that's so. where I was kind of thinking coming to this argument. I haven't changed. I've changed what like very seldom people's opinions on abortion, but I still think it's a conversation worth having. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Those were just those are my two topics. Uh, I think that's about it. Joe, you got anything? All right. Well, thank you so much, Sydney, for coming on the podcast. Nope. Of thank course, you so much for having great. me. Um, thank you for all the listeners um please share if you enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it we don't really care um just share it uh anyways see you guys later